Good evening, fans, and welcome to Hagar Hershey's Held High School Wrestling Weekly, hosted by Steve Rouse and the WADM, I'm sorry, WZVD. You got them all. Uh, you got your call signs all mixed up. I've been around a long time, Dane, but uh, sorry, folks, we had some uh, technical difficulties, so we had to travel south in the dense fog and uh, hang out with our buddy Steve Rouse here tonight in the house. Now, uh, as we uh, get ready to start the, tonight's show, wouldn't you know, the biggest show of the season, Dane, and we have technical difficulties and fry to power supply, and they're so unique, it's not like you just run a store and get another one. It's a special piece of equipment that uh, we're going to have to get another one and lined up for our match tomorrow night, but uh, we're on the air, and that ain't bad, Dane. We're less than 15 minutes behind schedule. Well, there were no buggies in the way on the <laughs> way down here, and... Uh you were able to get some uh, mellow yellow in you before the start of the show, <laughs> so I guess we're underway, and we're only 10 minutes off of our originally scheduled time. Uh, Rex, did you get a chance to listen to any of the uh, Mishawaka coverage the last few days? Yes, I did. I did listen to some of it. Listen to the coach's show. I was at work. I snuck a little bit of work time in there and had it on in the headset behind the scenes. But It was a, it was a pretty good uh, set of two days for the Belmont Braves. We learned a lot about um, some of the younger guys, Sam Wolpert specifically, uh, Kevin Loshi taught us some things about him, and uh, he, he's growing as an individual, and that was exciting to see. Um, AJ mentioned, and he spent more time in the big boy gym than, than I did, as I like to go back and forth, but he said he really liked what he saw from Giovanni Hernandez. And uh, I'm, I, I know that looking at the Braves and the way they line up against some of these other 2A teams, I think those are three names that are going to be awfully important for their team success heading into team state. Well, that is a big stage for some of those young guys to come in that have never experienced Mishawaka. Some of them may have went up there when they were younger and watched, but uh, for Sam Wolper to come in, and, and Sam's one of those freshmen that doesn't wrestle like a freshman. Russell's uh, with a lot of poise and a lot of character, and uh, wrestling against uh, some of those big schools in a 32-team tournament like that, I think he showed very well for himself. Long, I thought Gavin Davis had a good tournament and had a couple of real close matches that uh, just kept him out of the finals. So we're going to get ourselves set up here. And uh, our format tonight is going to be starting with the big guys in 4A. And we are going to have one segment with an interview from a coach and some inter uh, information on who's hosting and what fans need to know and who's involved. And then we will uh, head for a commercial. When we come back for each class, we will bring you the brackets, starting with 4A and ending with 1A. Off the top of my head, our interviews tonight are with Derek Snyder from Brownsburg. We'll be talking to Jason Cook from um, Hobart. Hobart, not from Valpo, from or, Hobart. Or Hobart, as I 3A. And then we were going to be joined by Nat Wood, but I think Nat's eating um, cheese curds at the Double Eagle right now <laughs> and uh, is not going to join us, but that's okay. We have all the information for Jay County. And then in uh, uh, we'll, we'll finish up with 1A. And, Dane, uh, if you could let all the fans know out there, if you're at home listening and you want to tune in and watch the bracket reveal – uh, Joe's going to have that up in, in Animat. Since I don't have it up, can you tell me where it might be? <laughs> well, we'll have to wait on Joe. Maybe he can text us to find out. And our final interview will be with Clint Gard from the Rochester Zebras uh, in 1A. So with that, we will send it back to the studio. I don't know <laughs> if that's what we say. We are. <laughs> <laughs> we are here at the studio. We'll be right back after these messages. Welcome back to Hager Hershey's Elt High School Wrestling Weekly. Normally hosted by Double Eagle, and we do always like to give the Double Eagle a shout-out uh, on the way down here in the fog, uh, as Dane was driving, I slammed down three of the best chicken tacos I've had since the last time I had chicken tacos two days ago at the Double Eagle. I only got two out of my three tacos eaten and a couple of cheese curds, so I don't know. Maybe your wife 
went and got. You still got your mellow with you. Better tell Jason that you. I stole one of his cups, but I did grab a cheese curd on him out the door. So Uh, it always goes good with the ranch. So uh, in a little bit, we're going to be joined by Coach Derek Snyder of the Brownsburg Bulldogs. They are the hosts of the 4A tournament. And for those of you who are going to be in attendance uh, for 4A, he's going to have all the information for you as far as where to sit and uh, what the start times are going to be and all of those types of things. So we want to make sure that we bring you as much information as possible. And, Dane, I do have it up on Facebook Live and had to turn it down because I could hear us talking oh, on a radio. that's weird. But look, weird. At, look at those handsome guys. Aren't those handsome? That's very nice. Those handsome guys. Don't read the comments. Um, <laughs> alphabetically, the teams, if you uh, need reminded, uh, I believe are Carmel. And Cathedral, Center Grove, and Crown Point. Of course, Brownsburg, obviously. And then uh, Evansville, Modern Day, Perry Meridian, and Penn. I had a chance to see a bunch of those teams at the Al Smith. And uh, Crown Point, uh, as you heard on our broadcast, set a brand new record, 318 points. Rex, they advanced 13, even though they had two backups in. Uh, just an incredible performance, and, and they look unbeatable right not, now. Not to quote an old <clears throat> baseball movie, but they're in a league of, their, league of their own. Yeah, and as we went through our broadcast on the second day, we kind of tried to keep track of the margin between them and Center Grove, and I think it grew at one point to over 60 points uh, that, they, that they beat Center Grove. So very, very impressive as we'll talk about some of these teams coming up. Uh, Perry Meridian was the last team in, came in um, – winning that spot basically by winning the Marion County Tournament over Warren Central. Uh, Modern day, tough start to the season because of football success and making it down to Lucas Oil. But uh, I, I don't think any team has ever wanted to draw a modern day in the first round of any of the 11 team states that they've been in. Now, Dane, I, I do, I do want to give props out to Joe. I think Joe does a great job with the graphics tonight running these in. And I'm so disappointed because we'd figured out the technology. We had it on my laptop, had it up on the Jumbotron. We were ready to follow it, and we couldn't get it the, the regular radio part to work. So th- our studio audience was going to have a wonderful view of Joe's beautiful graphics tonight. But, uh, well, we have a studio audience, audience tonight. Of one. Stu- well, he's got a bunch of Looney Tunes with him there. So. so taking a look at those team scores just to review, as uh, a lot of our 4A teams were involved in that. Crown Point finished in first place with 318 points, and they ended up beating Center Grove by 79.5 points. Uh, Quite a margin of victory. Indianapolis Cathedral then, Rex, this is wild, 90 points behind Center Grove in third place. It really was kind of a mini tournament without those two um, as Cathedral fought off Mishawaka and then Western bumped up over and over and over again. Um, and made their way up in the tournament in the in the team standings. But I don't know if you were listening to the whole mm. broadcast, but we were going back and forth. And once again, we're not dogging on Jimtown because I really like their program. And they had <clears> some <throat> – Mikey Calamani looked really good. But, like, Jimtown was in last for most of the, of the tournament. And I think it just says a lot about how deep that field was, that a team that good could finish in 31st. Well, the Belmont Braves were up there as close as like 6th or 7th, I think, uh, f- during the first part of the day one. And as the day rolled into day two and they dropped some guys out of, out of the uh, championship bracket, um, they slid down. Where did they finally finish at? They ended up 14th, just a, a point behind Fort Wayne Snyder and 
three points behind Columbus East. Well, Snyder puts two two into the finals with one champ and a, and a runner-up. I mean, that's those are big points for Snyder. For sure. Uh, did get a chance to uh, – well, I didn't get to talk to him, but I talked to him on the way home. General Heavy Hands was in the house <laughs> at Mishawaka. Good to see him. And I believe he is on temporary probation now on Indiana, Matt, and not completely banned. So that's something exciting to get excited about on the message board. <laughs> so uh, as soon as Steve gets all of his ducks in a row here, I think we're going to send a phone call in to Coach Snyder and see if we can't get uh, him on the line. And uh, we can definitely take a break first if that'll be easier. We'll be right back after this message. Bowers Paint Studio on West Monroe Street in Decatur is hands down the best auto body repair shop in the Midwest. That's why your friends and neighbors give Bowers Paint Studio a five-star rating on Facebook. Your family ride get dinged in an accident? Take it to Bowers for a free estimate. Need a custom paint job for your collectible car or motorcycle? Bowers Paint Studio is the place to go. Nate works with all the insurance companies and can help you get a loaner. That's Bowers Paint Studio on West Monroe Street in Decatur. Hi, this is Joel at Decatur Package Liquors, locally owned since 1965. I promise competitive prices and the best service in town. We offer bulk buy discounts for weddings, graduation parties, and other big celebrations. Special orders are also available and highly recommended. Don't forget about Wine Wednesday where you get the best savings. Come on, guys. It's where your friends shop. Decatur Package Liquors, with the best service and variety in town, now with locations in Monroe, Burn, and Markle. Hi, it's Jesse from Heller Nursery. If you've never been to our greenhouses, now is the time to come. We grow over 4,000 poinsettias, and it's a sight worth seeing. Heller Nursery also cuts fresh greens and makes wreaths daily for the Christmas season. Heller Nursery has a great selection of houseplants and pottery all winter long. Houseplants and gift cards make great Christmas gifts. Heller Nursery is located outside of Decatur, just off of 224. Just follow the signs. Heller Nursery opens seven days a week. Welcome back to Hager Hershey's Elf High School Wrestling Weekly. And as we uh, work with our technical equipment here, we'll see if we can uh, get Coach on the phone here. seem to be we're double checking our information here steve the wizard of the of the control board here i can hear you clicking on here but it doesn't be, seem to be coming through there let's try it now it's showing up on the screen over there Get speakers out here, Steve. I can't hear nothing. Hmm. Derek, we'll have to call you back. Awkward silence. <laughs> it's okay. We we're trying to get Coach Snyder in here, as we usually have our setup for phone calls on the laptop. But no worries, as uh, we have plenty to talk about. Uh, Cathedral and Penn 
were also involved in the Al Smith and uh, Cathedral had uh, really impressive freshmen that wrestled Duke Myers and uh, of course they've always got a lot of talent of course there was another McGinley Rex that doesn't surprise of you of course and uh, uh, Penn had some some really solid individuals too so I don't know if you had a chance to listen to our broadcast of Giuliano Campos I did not yeah so she um, ended up winning I believe in overtime in the semifinals by fall with a nice headlock and then she won 2-0 in the finals so becoming the first female Al Smith champ you know, and we know last year she was just a few points away from uh, placing at uh, Boys State as uh, Heather Crawl also made it to, to the state. But uh, We are still still trying to work out the technical difficulties here, but uh, I guess that gives me time to tell you that uh, nobody handles screen printing and apparel like Team Montreware in Bluffton, providing high-quality and creative apparel for South Adams football, Belmont Wrestling, and many others in our area. Team Mantra takes all the work coaches and volunteers used to do, taking orders and collecting money and does that work for you. Set up an online store and let the local experts at Team Mantra take care of the rest. From custom designs to a wide array, a wi- wide array of apparel and gear team mantra is your home for all your team apparel needs visit the brand new location for team mantra on main street in bluffton or contact them online at teammantraware.com today i'll tell you the same thing my wife tells me when she listens to me on radio slow down on your commercials uh it's um it's antique polished brass finishes (laughs) that's the one that gets me And Steve is still trying to work out our phone interview. And uh, I guess we're not going to have phone interviews tonight. (laughs) We can always cut the cord at a different time. (laughs) (laughs) Poor Coach Snyder. He was ready to give us his time. And we can't get the technology worked out. But that's okay. If we end up pulling him up later, we will talk to him. But I can tell you that the 4A tournament is going to be uh, at Brownsburg High School. And I have the information here. Uh, for those participating in the 4A Team State Duels, weigh-ins are going to be at 7.30. Doors are going to open to the spectators at 8 o'clock. Well, and the competition start time, I believe, at all four sites is going to be at 9 a.m. Um, they are going to have all four mats in the main gym. And if you were wondering, admission to all four sites is going to be $15. Um, you will be able to pay by cash at the door. Um, let's see. What else I have on here? Uh, they have the semifinals and the consolation semifinal, uh, consolation quarterfinals, I should say, beginning at ten thirty. They have the consolation semifinals are going to be on two mats, so they're going to give a break there. Uh, that'll be at twelve thirty. Placement rounds three through four. Five and six, seven and eight, those are going to take place at two o'clock. And as they did last year, and uh, kudos to Derek and his staff for pulling this off last year, they will have the championship match all by itself on one mat in the center under the lights. And that will begin uh, roughly at four o'clock, according to the scheduled times. Um, I'm sure that Joe will have it on the on the radio too, or on the, on the radio. We're on the radio on the website uh, later on. Uh, as he's got a depiction here of where fans are going to sit and all of those things. Hey, Derek. Let's try this out. So, way. we're going to put you on speakerphone to myself. Rex so is going to try it on speakerphone. Uh, 
Hey, Coach, can you hear us? Yeah, I can hear you well. All right, can you hear him, Steve? Come through the mic. Yep. We have overcome our technical difficulties. <laughs> so, Dane, what you want to talk to this young man about since we finally got him on air here? Yeah, we just want to know what fans need to know that are heading to Brownsburg for the 4A tournament. Yeah, I think I heard uh, when you guys are trying to connect, like letting them know what time uh, doors open. And honestly, we're planning on running it uh, pretty similar to how we did last year. We were thought we we were able to have the fans seated upstairs where everyone could see all four mats very easily. Uh, we didn't have any issues with you know concession lines, restrooms, and then uh, we want to highlight you know whatever two teams uh, end up in the finals. So we'll run it just like we did last year, and the state championship will be underneath our uh, spotlight. Uh, I think the spotlight idea is uh, is a really cool one, and uh, I'm hoping that maybe in future years the other locations might try to emulate it because it made for a really cool atmosphere and what a duel you guys had last year for the championship. Yeah, it was a awesome environment, awesome duel, uh, other than the wrong colored dogs <laughs> won. But we like, to, we like to put on a show at Brownsburg. I mean, our, our duel meets, we use a spotlight, a DJ, a smoke machine, tunnel, all that kind of stuff. Uh, and it makes it, uh, makes it a more memorable experience for all the athletes uh, and then for the fans, too. I mean, we were uh, doing the finals underneath the light and, you know, putting on the show that we did. I mean, it was pretty packed last year. And I think the fans got the price of admission. It was, uh, it was the most exciting dual meet I've ever been involved in other than we lost. So, Coach, uh, nothing to be ashamed of because those dogs from the region have built a pretty solid team. And, uh they proved that once again at uh, the Al Smith, and uh, I think they're someone to really be reckoned with, aren't they? Yeah, our big thing, and I, I talked to my team about it this year, uh, Crown Point is, is loaded. They're incredibly talented. They've showed that all year, but, you know, we, we got to get to them. You know, it doesn't it doesn't start underneath the light in the state title. So our guys are we're going to lock in on our first round and then the semifinals and uh, try to make sure we get to them. And then uh, you know we're going to wrestle their butts off, man. Uh, but yeah, they've got a they got an incredible uh, lineup and they test themselves kind of like us. You know, with the Ironman they went to and they've done a great job with their tournament, the Carlham, where you're you know pulling in other national level teams. So they've been tested too. Well, Coach, we appreciate you calling in, and I certainly am, am hoping that you're looking forward to hearing what the bracket looks like for 4A. But before I let you go, uh, I was wondering if you might have a couple words to say about uh, Mike Faulkner and about Al Smith in general as we just came from that tournament, and I know there were a lot of tributes there, and I know you spent a lot of time at Mishawaka. Yeah, Mike was uh, – you know, if you're involved in wrestling, I mean, he – used to help me out on, on my staff as a, a, one of my coaches and then he got into officiating you know our sport is very you know combat oriented very violent you can't find anyone that doesn't have anything but awesome things to say about mike faulkner he was uh, the biggest toughest dude i kn knew but he's a teddy bear man um incredibly loyal loved mishawaka um and it was uh you know, I know he told me he was going to fight to the end, and he did. And um, I, I'm thankful that I had him in my life. He's he's a great human being. Uh, <laughs> Coach Smith's a legend. Uh, you know, Lance Beeler uh, took over after Coach Smith uh, ran the Mishawaka program for I don't know 30 years, and he always said, I, "I'm going to be the one everyone forgets 
you can thank me later, no one wants to replace a legend. So Lance came in and had an incredible four or five years where Mishawaka was really good, but everybody compared him to Coach Smith, you know, which is not easy to be compared to somebody like that. So he was my high school coach. He's one of those guys you wanted to perform well, yeah, for yourself, but for him too. You know, you didn't miss practice because you didn't want him to be disappointed in you. You know, Derek, uh, I refereed uh, with Al in the corner, and uh, Coach Smith's one of those guys that he may not have liked every call you made, but you never heard a word about it. No, he he was really good at coaching his wrestler, um, and his voice carried. I mean, you ca- I don't care. You know, some of our guys are like, oh, I can't hear with my headgear on. I didn't know what you said. Like, there was no mistake when he was talking to you on the mat. But I think he really focused on, you know, coaching his athletes. And then he just has this, like, booming voice. You know, if you screwed up on the other side of the gym, which I did a couple times, Derek's not – and you're just like your heart kind of – it's like your parent yelling at you. I was like, oh, crap. Like, I'm doing something stupid. So, yeah, his voice carried. But, yeah, he was uh, – he always put it on the athlete, like figure it out, you know. Well, Coach, we thank you for coming on the show, and uh, we thank you for your patience with our technical difficulties. And we uh, we hope that you have a great tournament hosting on, on Saturday. We wish you the best of luck. And when we come back from the next break, we'll reveal the 4A Team State Bracket. Sounds good. Thank you. When faced with the difficult task of making arrangements for your loved one, many emotions and questions arise. What would they want me to do if they were here? Where is the money coming from? How much should I spend? Do they want burial or cremation? The staff at Haggard, Hershey, and Zelt Funeral Home can help you navigate these tough questions. Make your wishes known and allow us to make sure that your wishes are carried out. Call Ryan Hershey or Eric Zelt at 260-724-7167 to schedule an appointment today. Hi, this is Joel at Decatur Package Liquors, locally owned since 1965. I promise competitive prices and the best service in town. We offer bulk buy discounts for weddings, graduation parties, and other big celebrations. Special orders are also available and highly recommended. Don't forget about Wine Wednesday where you get the best savings. Come on, guys. It's where your friends shop. Decatur Package Liquors, with the best service and variety in town, now with locations in Monroe, Byrne, and Markle. Brad Weber proudly supports the WZBD Wrestling Coaches Show. He also supports youth football in Adams County as a board member of the Decatur Football League and president of Belmont Cadet Football, giving our youth the chance to learn the great game of football. Some of the best football players in our area have also been fantastic wrestlers. That's why famous coaches like Joe Gibbs and John Madden always wanted wrestlers on their team. Find out more about youth football opportunities by giving Brad a call at 452-7045 or email bw at bradweberlaw.com. Welcome back to Hager Hershey's Elf High School Wrestling Weekly, hosted by the Double Eagle Clubhouse Grill as usual, but tonight we're in studio with Steve, and Steve, Dana, I always ask, where did you find that music 40 years ago, the, the lead-in for the wrestling. It's the coolest music, and I've never, ever heard it before, but Steve pulled that out of his one of archives someplace. And it it's the same wrestling music that they've had since AJ started programming 80 back on the old WADM. I know Coach Myers has always said, Coach Eric Myers has always said that it wouldn't be a broadcast without it. He, he, he loves it. You know, the other sound I always remember when I was a kid, when you want to see if it's going to get school snowed out, yes. that music they play when the weather thing comes in. I don't know where that comes from, but I hear that. It's like Pavlovian theory, and my ears perk up, and it's like I don't have to miss school anymore, so it's no big deal. <laughs> yeah. 
So without further ado, as I think Joe's got everything lined up for us, we are going to reveal the bracket for the 4A team state to be held at Brownsburg High School. Uh, and I doubt it's any surprise to anybody, but the Crown Point Bulldogs are the number one seat. They are what? defending champions. And as Coach Snyder alluded to, um, in our last segment, they defeated Brownsburg by, I believe, one point last year in the finals. And the Brownsburg Bulldogs will be the number two seed. So we'll set up the bracket here. At number one, Crown Point will take on Penn in the very first round. And then they will meet. Uh, the winner of that match will meet the winner of Perry Meridian and Carmel. Perry and Carmel wrestled earlier this year, and the Falcons won 38-28. to 28. On the bottom half of the bracket, as we said, Brownsburg is the number two seed. They will take on Cathedral, who are the seven, and that leaves Center Grove and Modern Day as the other quarterfinal match that joe is one tricky guy he was covering up the answers to the problems with the big gorilla face great job joe very nice so uh, um, a really interesting bracket um obviously crown point brownsburg center grove i think kind of separated themselves and a lot of people um, had them in a tier of their own and uh, i believe that crown point's victory last year probably um, secured them the number one seed pretty early on in this field, obviously, as we said a few weeks ago, Perry Meridian was the last team in, uh, but they've shown themselves to be uh, a formidable opponent, and their head-to-head -head win over Carmel certainly said something. But don't forget, Rex, Center Grove and Carmel wrestled, I think, two or three weeks ago, and that score was 35-29. So definitely uh, plenty of competition here uh, and should be a really good tournament. And as we said earlier, 4A wrestling Championship match, under the lights, single match, should be a great atmosphere. A lot of great matches coming up, and that will be at Brownsburg once again. As we had Coach Derek Snyder talking about <clears throat> uh, all the details, and I'm certain that there's information uh, on Indiana Matt about anything you'd need to know about that. Uh, Dane and I will be in two different locations. Uh, he's going to miss me, I know. Yeah, I'm sure I will. Um, <clears throat> we spent a lot of weekends together the next few uh, the next few weeks. Um, I know one thing that was cool about last year's tournament for Brownsburg was there were actually people who left Martinsville and drove directly to Brownsburg. They were able to see the 1A and the 2A finals and then still make it to Brownsburg for the 4A. So I'm not sure if anybody will attempt to do that from Franklin, but uh, it might be worth your while to check out two of the best teams, not in Indiana, but in all of the country. So with that, we're going to send it. No, we're going to stay right here, but we're going to have a few <laughs> we're commercials. We're going to have Steve play some commercials. <laughs> And uh, when we come back, we will preview the teams that are in 3A, look a little bit at the modern-day holiday classic and how teams did there, talk about Connorsville now that it's finally on track wrestling, and then we'll be joined by the head coach of the Hobart Brickies, Mr. Jason Cook. DDD Maintenance and Repair, owned and operated by Shane Reynolds, has your local professionals for heavy-duty truck and diesel engine repair. DDD Maintenance and Repair also offers full-service sand and glass blasting for your surface restoration projects. Whether it's getting your heavy-duty truck and diesel engine running like new or sandblasting your project to look like new, we have a blast renewing the past. Give Shane and the guys a call at 260-223-5442. That's DDD Maintenance and Repair. The staff at Haggard, Hershey, and Zelt Funeral Home is honored to serve the community we love and live in. Locally owned and operated by Ryan Hershey and Eric Zelt, we understand that each family we serve and each life lived tells a unique story. 
Our goal is to offer comfort, care, and dignity to all who entrust their loved ones to our care. We are proud to call Adams County our home and look forward to serving you for generations to come. Hi, it's Jesse from Heller Nursery. If you've never been to our greenhouses, now is the time to come. We grow over 4,000 poinsettias and it's a sight worth seeing. Heller Nursery also cuts fresh greens and makes wreaths daily for the Christmas season. Heller Nursery has a great selection of houseplants and pottery all winter long. Houseplants and gift cards make great Christmas gifts. Heller Nursery is located outside of Decatur, just off of 224. Just follow the signs. Heller Nursery opens seven days a week. Welcome back to Hager Hershey's Elder High School Wrestling Weekly, hosted usually by Double Eagle Clubhouse Grill. Once again, uh, if there are any fans there enjoying the uh, wonderful food and beverages tonight, we uh, we'll see you in a little bit when we get back to I can break the equipment down. But uh, we are in the studio with our our favorite uh, DJ Steve Rouse running aboard for us once again as always, and uh, joined on the phone by the coach of the Hobart Brickies. I pronounce it correctly now, Jason. Jason Cook, how you doing, bud? It's about time. I like it. I appreciate it. I'm it glad to it be only here. took me two years to practice and not call it Hobart. Well, if I was in the same room with you, I'd be holding you by the elbow. Yeah, you. come on. Sorry. Let's go. You and I could wrestle. <laughs> well, Coach, we are about 10 minutes away from revealing the bracket for 3A Team State, but uh, why don't you tell our listeners a little bit about the Brickies and what you guys have done over the last two weeks and uh, <laughs> what you think your chances are for the upcoming tournament. Yeah, well, we're excited. This is our third year in a row being in uh, 3A, so all three years that it's had the four classes, we've been fortunate enough to make our way into it. Um, kind of went with the, the double vote in last year. We were pretty fortunate, and, uh, you know, we took advantage of that. We were able to get a win last year. Um, this year we're hoping to, hoping to move up the podium. Um, we've had some good wins against our, our former DAC rivals, um, had Lake Central, Chesterton, and Valpo in one day um, a couple weeks ago. And, you know, we're really hoping that um, our strength as a dual team will show through this weekend. So I was going to take a look a little bit at how some of the other 3A teams did in their holiday tournaments. Uh, taking a look at the Spartan Classic on track wrestling, it was Greenfield Central who won that tournament by it looks about 42 points and so they come off in first place at modern day in the holiday classic uh, ron collie finished 10th uh, actually behind floyd central with 122 points so interesting to see those results there were a lot of teams from other states there at that tournament and uh, union county is the one who uh, ends up coming out on top there yeah, I feel like 3A has been keeping you keeping you pretty busy this year as the uh, the ranker in, in, in charge of the seats here. We've been keeping you on your toes all year long. Well, historically, in the last two years since we've started 3A, as you mentioned earlier, it has been the one that's been the most difficult. Um, I think partially just because it was a new field and we had brand new teams who had never really taken part in the competition. Um, but... I think the reason that we made 3A in the first place is because we recognized that there was a group of teams that didn't have a chance against the 4A teams, but were highly competitive and still really good teams. And I think that so far the 3A team state has definitely proven that. Yeah, I remember last year um, 
final round or maybe his console semis, um, if you looked at the scoreboard, every single dual meet that was going on was within six points at, at one point. And then I think the final round pretty much matched that as well. Um, it's a really great atmosphere having the, the roars of the crowd um, go from, from one side to the other. Uh, you know, as, as a coach, I, I glance around a little bit. Um, I might get my team a little, little gruff for uh, doing the same. But it's it's kind of impossible to just look at your match when uh, there's so many great dual meets going on. So Jason, <clears throat> I have a lot of experience with uh, doing that Connorsville tournament, which uh, was always referred to as the Al Smith of the South. And uh, back when you were a lad and you wore the uh, green and white of the uh, Vikings from Valparaiso, uh, your dad used to take your team down there. And it's because uh, wasn't your dad? He was a Connorsville guy uh, back way back when, wasn't he? Well, he's a Centerville. Centerville Bulldog, yep. and then he coached at Connersville. So I believe he started that tournament. It wasn't a 32-team tournament, but he started that when he was the head coach at Connersville um, before coming to Valpo. Um, so we always went down there. Um, our Valpo teams would go there, and we'd stay at my grandparents' house, actually. I don't know if we'd be able to do that these days, but uh, you know, we'd have a, a big old crew in, all the, uh, in the farmhouse in Centerville. Now back in the day, now, now back in the day, you know, uh, Lawrence North would come through there. Cathedral was there, uh, Valpo, Newcastle. I mean, there was there were some big teams there, and then at, at times it kind of lost a little bit of luster, and people thought that maybe the more competitive was the Al Smith, so they went north. But back in the day, the uh, Connorsville Spartan Classic was one of the premier tournaments in the state. Oh yeah, it was it was great. There's uh, a lot of awesome matches. Some of my some of the highlights and you know some frustrating times were, were definitely there. I mean, my my freshman year, I think that was uh, my my biggest win that I had had at at, at that point in my life. Um, I was fortunate to uh, win in overtime there against a cathedral wrestler, and uh, you know, just being one of the things being fortunate as a, a coach's kid in a holiday tournament like that where we stay at my grandparents, it was you know. I got to gear up, and I'm like, I'm going to wrestle that one guy I've been watching for the last few years um, from Cathedral, and, uh, you know. And believe it or not, I actually pulled a T-shirt on my drawer the other day. I was going through some more T-shirts, and I did find three Connorsville Spartan Classic T-shirts in my drawer, <laughs> and I haven't refereed there in 30 years, so. There you go. You got any uh, Valpo Duels T-shirts, though? That's no, they were. John was too cheap. He never gave them out. <laughs> He just gave one of the champs. Yeah, he invites 24 teams and only gives out 14 T-shirts. You know, <laughs> he's got to, you got to let it let loose with the T-shirts a little bit more. Than that. You know, ever since I called that splayed on that one guy of his and he threw the water bottle, he he's giving me no more T-shirts. Yeah, I'm, I'm on your side on that one. Yeah, we, we discussed that last year. <laughs> well, Coach, we uh, uh, tried to reach out to someone from Franklin for information on. Um, how they're running two different tournaments at the same site. Do you have any information or insight as to where the 3A tournament's going to be held yeah. in comparison yeah. to 1A? From what I've heard, um, 1A is going to have 12 teams, obviously, and 3 has got 8. So I believe the formats for 3A will be in the main gym, and then um, the 1A will be in the field house where we were the last couple of years. So um, with having the elementary uh, dual state the next day um, basically I think they can set it up almost the same way um, saves them some, some mat rolling time um, and it's a really awesome facility I mean I didn't mind being in the field house there it was great um, but I think it'll be a little bit more fun to be kind of packed in in the main gym and uh, 
you know, let, let the, the Hobart fans and Hobart team and, you know, probably our coaching staff too. I got to throw them in there, um, get a little rowdy and have some fun, get loud uh, on the team bench. Awesome coach. Well, we thank you for calling in tonight and uh, we wish you luck on Saturday and we hope you listen here in the next five minutes to find out who you're going to wrestle first. Yeah, I was hoping that I'd get a little sneak peek, but you guys keep keeping we, me honest here. We keep it close. <laughs> no, Price Waterhouse has the envelopes, and they're just getting right to hand them to Dane now. Okay, that makes sense. That makes sense. Well, I appreciate all you guys do. It's really fun to listen to this. Have a. It feels like you got the uh, Market Square organ in there. That's what it. it <laughs> That's what we much. need. That's what we need. Thanks, Coach. <laughs> all right. Have a good one, guys. When you're doing new construction or remodeling and you need drywall, the name to call is Paul Baker Drywall. Paul Baker Drywall does championship caliber work and gives you free estimates. Paul uses all the latest styles for your approval and his work is always guaranteed. Give Paul a call today at 701-4388. That's 701-4388. When it's time for drywall, use the best Paul Baker Drywall. When faced with the difficult task of making arrangements for your loved one, many emotions and questions arise. What would they want me to do if they were here? Where is the money coming from? How much should I spend? Do they want burial or cremation? The staff at Haggard, Hershey, and Zelt Funeral Home can help you navigate these tough questions. Make your wishes known and allow us to make sure that your wishes are carried out. Call Ryan Hershey or Eric Zelt at 260-724-7167 to schedule an appointment today. DDD Maintenance and Repair, owned and operated by Shane Reynolds, has your local professionals for heavy-duty truck and diesel engine repair. DDD Maintenance and Repair also offers full-service sand and glass blasting for your surface restoration projects. Whether it's getting your heavy-duty truck and diesel engine running like new or sand blasting your project to look like new, we have a blast renewing the past. Give Shane and the guys a call at 260-223-5442. That's DDD Maintenance and Repair. Welcome back to Hager Hershey's Eld High School Wrestling Weekly, hosted by the Double Eagle. Once again at the Double Eagle Clubhouse Grill. Some of our fans are probably joined there, eating some of the uh, special tonight. What was the special tonight, Dane? It was uh, the Italian, Italian quesadilla. quesadilla. Yeah. So we want to remind our uh, listeners, our loyal listeners, that next week's show is also on Monday due really? to a scheduling conflict. And uh, I believe that one's going to be at 6 o'clock. Nice of you to tell me. Yeah, I never well, know. I what was going to tell you eventually. <laughs> but uh, before I forget, I want to tell you that the Fort Wrestling Facility at 1519 Goshen Road in Fort Wayne is building young wrestlers all across the Fort Wayne area, one practice at a time. Join them for a live practice session or for one of their upcoming camps at the Fort Wrestling Facility. Just check out their website today at thefortwrestling.com. And I was looking forward to spending tomorrow night with Coach Oberlin, but he went and canceled his duel with the Flying Jets, and they will not be wrestling. I think they have some illness and some skin funk and mm -hmm. uh, was not going to be a duel. So I think Coach Curry was happy to take the night off and have a, a, a few more practices. But we still have a match tomorrow night, right? We still have a broadcast tomorrow. We will have uh, the Muncie Central Bearcats headed to the TP tomorrow. If we have a power supply making its way from Marion to Burn. <laughs> Up to Decatur tomorrow night for the Belmont Nazi Central match. It's a complicated procedure, people. So, without further ado, we will move on over to the 3A brackets. And uh, we were talking with Coach Cook 
earlier about just how difficult it has been to seed 3A. Last year, we did get the top two teams, the top two seeds into the final, but it was Columbus East who won in the, in the final seconds and beat Ron Colley for the championship. Now, this year, the big controversy was Columbus East lost out in the spring vote and had to wait until December, and then Columbus East went and lost to Greenfield Central in the regular season, and they were on the outside looking in until a week ago when the phone rang and Coach Cooper uh, was told that New Haven had dropped out and that Columbus East was in. So all By of a sudden, default, he made it in. Another, uh, <laughs> another team added to make this field even more competitive than it is. So the number one seed this year is going to be the Ron Colley Royals. And can't call them Rebels now. They're Royals. That'll Ron Colley Royals. That'll make our friend up in Fort Wayne, Coach McClurg, very happy with it. Yeah, so I tried to get Coach McClurg to, to come, but he had a, he had some some team thing. <laughs> Good thing he didn't he come to the Double Eagle. That's right. <laughs> We're not there. So Ron Colley will be wrestling Terre Haute South in the first quarter final. And the number two seed on the bottom half of the bracket will be the Mishawaka Cavemen. And they will take on the Trojans of East Central. We talked a little bit about teams who got off to a slow start because of football. I would put East Central in that category as they made it to the state finals in football also. And shut out their opponent. Yes, it was a very impressive performance for sure. Mishawaka looked great at the Al Smith. They have a much deeper lineup than maybe I thought looking at their team at the beginning of the year in November. And Coach Sandifer's team um, is definitely a contender to win the 3A uh, state title. Back up to the top then, Ron Colley, if they advance, they will take on the winner of Columbus East and Floyd Central. While below that, the winner of the Mishawaka East Central match will take on the winner of Greenfield Central and the Hobart Brickies. So a lot of intriguing matchups there. We've got some cross-state matches with uh, Mishawaka and East Central. Um, we also have Hobart and Greenfield Central, Columbus East and Floyd Central, both Evansville semi-state teams, but uh, a lot of unfamiliar opponents, I feel like, in this bracket. And you will be down at Franklin, so you kind of be able to cheat over and see a little bit of 3A as well as 1A. I will for sure. I will. I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to it, and I'm hoping that maybe the, um, the rounds overlap or one finishes ahead of the other, and we might be able to, to check out, especially that 3A state title match should be a great one. So we are ready to uh, go to another round of commercials. And when we come back, we are going to talk about the field in 2A. We will not be joined by Nat Wood because he's <laughs> on his way home to Portland. So we have to throw that fog. one out the foggy window. But uh, we'll be right back after these messages. Bowers Paint Studio on West Monroe Street in Decatur is hands down the best auto body repair shop in the Midwest. That's why your friends and neighbors give Bowers Paint Studio a five-star rating on Facebook. Your family ride get dinged in an accident? Take it to Bowers for a free estimate. Need a custom paint job for your collectible car or motorcycle? Bowers Paint Studio is the place to go. Nate works with all the insurance companies and can help you get a loaner. That's Bowers Paint Studio on West Monroe Street in Decatur. Hi, this is Joel at Decatur Package Liquors, locally owned since 1965. I promise competitive prices and the best service in town. We offer bulk buy discounts for weddings, graduation parties, and other big celebrations. Special orders are also available and highly recommended. Don't forget about Wine Wednesday where you get the best savings. 
Come on, guys. It's where your friends shop. Decatur Packaged Liquors, with the best service and variety in town, now with locations in Monroe, Burn, and Markle. Hi, it's Jesse from Heller Nursery. If you've never been to our greenhouses, now is the time to come. We grow over 4,000 poinsettias, and it's a sight worth seeing. Heller Nursery also cuts fresh greens and makes wreaths daily for the Christmas season. Heller Nursery has a great selection of houseplants and pottery all winter long. Houseplants and gift cards make great Christmas gifts. Heller Nursery is located outside of Decatur, just off of 224. Just follow the signs. Heller Nursery opens seven days a week. Welcome back to Hager Hershey's Hill High School Wrestling Weekly, hosted by Double Eagle Clubhouse Grill, where a lot of our friends may or may not be there having drinks and food tonight. But uh, Dane and I have traveled south to the Imaginary Mountain. We're hanging out with our buddy Steve Rouse, and uh, we're joined on the phone by the coach of the Delta Eagle, Cody Count. How are you doing tonight, Coach? I'm good. How are you guys? We're great. We are definitely great as uh, we've tried to adjust our we've tried to adjust our technology ever-changing but uh why don't you tell us a little bit about your team and the season that you've had so far um yeah um we've been uh far this year we've wrestled some pretty good competition um had a really good showing there at mooresville holiday classic last week um we're still kind of a younger team um we only got two seniors in our lineup this year um so i mean we're just excited for this weekend i think just as much as everybody else is so, Coach, what um, what holiday tournament did you participate in? We went to Mooresville. And how did you do there? Uh, we had um, nine guys place, and we had um, we finished second overall behind Carmel. So, what's the best path to get to Mooresville? Because Dane and I are going to be headed there for the girls' team state in a, in a week and a half or so. <laughs> <laughs> you said, "What's the best way?" The best path, yeah. Um, I don't know. There's a couple paths you can take, but. <laughs> I think we went 69 to 465, so. Dane and I will take the long road, I can tell you that. There you go. <laughs> well, Coach, uh, it's an interesting field this year in 2A. You've got some teams who last year were new and have established themselves as contenders. Uh, you've got a Jay County team that you've seen uh, and that a lot of us are really familiar with that has been wrestling probably better than Coach Myers could have ever expected. But you've also got some new teams down um, towards the bottoms of a lot of people's rankings that um, could could provide an interesting matchup for some of the top teams. No, I, I definitely agree. I think this field is very deep. Um, I mean, you've got your top teams, but I don't – I mean, I think some of even your lower seeds or teams that might not even get seeded in this tournament um, have a chance at it compared on matchups and everything. I think this will be a fun tournament. I think if you wrestle it 10 weekends in a row, you might get a different outcome each time. So, You know, uh, the Belmont Braves have had a had a string of injuries and some illnesses and have took some lumps, but uh, they're not a team that you want to pull and uh, draw in a first round uh, by any means as the defending champions. Oh, yeah. Yep, they're definitely a loaded team. Um, just like I said, I think there's a bunch of teams in there that no matter who you draw in that first round, I think it's going to be like, all right, this is a tough team. we got to take care of business, those types of things. So. I also think one of the fun things for at least the three of us is we'll get done with this team state tournament on Saturday, and then four weeks later we get to do it all again at regional, it yeah. seems like. Yeah, yeah, half these teams or whatever or so come to pretty much our regional. So, 
Coach, we'll also have your broadcast when you wrestle Adam Central here. That's in another week, right? Yep, that'll be uh, next uh, Thursday, I believe. And you, you're coming up our way, right? We don't have to drive to you? That is correct. Yep, we're coming up there. That'll be good. Well, we'll hope for a face-to-face interview that time. That'll work. <laughs> well, Coach, we thank you for coming on the show tonight, and we hope that you're uh, listening in as we reveal the, uh, the bracket here in a few minutes. Thank you, guys. Thanks for everything you guys do. That gives me time to tell you that uh, 8th Street Oil uh, now offers tire repair and maintenance to go along with their best-in-the-business oil change service, Rex. I, uh, if you remember, this summer I blew out a tire on the way home from West Virginia, and I had to get a, uh, a, a tire replaced. I told Johnny right before Christmas, I said, hey, I need three of those to match. He went and got the exact tires, put them on for me while I was at Mishawaka. He didn't I go to West Virginia and get it, did he? <laughs> no, I don't think so. Whew. When I got back from the Al Smith, there my car was, uh, newly aligned with three new tires and a new oil change. And the, what I like most about taking it to, to Johnny 8th Street Oil. Coffee? He Yes, the <laughs> coffee in the waiting room. But uh, he always vacuums everything, every square inch of the car while... While you're waiting. So how many how many old French fries from your kids in the back? There end were there were a lot of them, just now, to say the least. Now I tell you what, Dane, uh, the Mishawaka tournament that Belmont just wrestled in was a little bit tough for any of the Braves to get any eight takedowns in a match. Did was there any other Adams County wrestlers were, over the weekend to get eight takedowns? There were no takedown? eight takedown uh, matches in our broadcast, but I'm going <laughs> to guarantee that we find one this weekend on Saturday. So, And I do have the certificates now. So must be present to, to win. Does that include us? We must be at the studio. We must be at the <laughs> we restaurant. Have to be at the re- we have to, oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> so with that, we're going to send it uh, for a few more ads. And when we come back, we're going to reveal the pairings and the seedings for the 2A team state bracket. The staff at Haggard, Hershey, and Zelt Funeral Home is honored to serve the community we love and live in. Locally owned and operated by Ryan Hershey and Eric Zelt, we understand that each family we serve and each life lived tells a unique story. Our goal is to offer comfort, care, and dignity to all who entrust their loved ones to our care. We are proud to call Adams County our home and look forward to serving you for generations to come. Hi, this is Joel at Decatur Package Liquors, locally owned since 1965. I promise competitive prices and the best service in town. We offer bulk buy discounts for weddings, graduation parties, and other big celebrations. Special orders are also available and highly recommended. Don't forget about Wine Wednesday where you get the best savings. Come on, guys. It's where your friends shop. Decatur Package Liquors, with the best service and variety in town, now with locations in Monroe, Burn, and Markle. Brad Weber proudly supports the WZBD Wrestling Coaches Show. He also supports youth football in Adams County as a board member of the Decatur Football League and president of Belmont Cadet Football, giving our youth the chance to learn the great game of football. Some of the best football players in our area have also been fantastic wrestlers. That's why famous coaches like Joe Gibbs and John Madden always wanted wrestlers on their team. Find out more about youth football opportunities by giving Brad a call at 452-7045 or email bw at bradweberlaw.com. You're listening to 92.7 FM, WZBD, Burn, Decatur, Bluffton, Indiana. Welcome back to Hager Hershey's Elder High School Wrestling Weekly. And Dane, tonight, since we're in the studio, we get to hear the commercials. And that last commercial uh, sponsored by Brad Weber and his family. Brad was sitting at the table next to me last night at the Double Eagle as we went there for uh, 
the night before on New Year's Eve, went there and uh, had a meal, and uh, he and his wife next to us. I thanked him for uh, sponsoring the show, and he said uh, anything he can do to support sports in Adams County, he's going to do it. Yeah, he's a great supporter of all Belmont athletics, and uh, very active on the football scene, and and just very interested. Um, I saw him at volleyball state, and um, he's at baseball games and all those kind of things. Follows the golf team. Uh, follows everything that I write in the Democrat and uh, just uh, an overall good guy to have in our community. For he's sure. got a cool dog. Yes, Moose. he does. So um, I did want to say a little bit more, you know, two a was well represented at the Al Smith Rex Belmont Garrett Western. were all up there in the standings. One thing that was notable uh, Garrett was without Hayden Brady. And I talked to mm-hmm. coach Krause as we were eating some pizza there at the, at the seating meeting on uh, Wednesday night. And he said, Hayden really wanted to wrestle at the Al Smith and coach said, I don't think you're, you're ready yet. You got, you got to hold on a little bit. We want to make sure that you're ready for team state. And I think anytime I hear comments like that from coaches, it reminds me how seriously so many programs in the state take the tournament. Yes. We want you to get back on the mat. No, we do not want you to risk being unavailable for team state because that's our team goal this year. You know, Mishawaka, the Al Smith is a grinder. I mean, you're going to go in there and wrestle some, real studs and it's like if you're in 100 percent, you're just going to get hurt, hurt worse could possibly lose your whole season and uh, if if your goal is uh team state and then rest up for three weeks and then start the tournament series i, I think that's what you do but uh you don't go into the al smith not 100 percent and come out injured now speaking of hayden brady it reminds me of ike rubel and i kind of got a kick out of it because there was a couple times where i looked down on the floor and i saw the security stopping people, checking their wristbands, everything. And then you just see Ike Rubel just floating across the floor as if and nobody could, could dare ask him if, if who he was or, or if he had a, an armband on. They just, oh, it's Ike Rubel. They just c- come on through. <laughs> he talked his way in. You know, he's, he's a talker. Well, he joined us on our show, and that was nice to hear um, him as he talks about his recovery um, and what Big Ten wrestling is like and how it affects his schooling and all those types of things. So really cool to see some of those Belmont guys, Caden Free, uh, Doby Litchfield, Ike, uh, and then the girls wrestling at Indiana Tech. Well, I tell you what, as being a student athlete in college myself, uh, it's not like in high school where you can just kind of cruise through and have a couple of really nice teachers like like Hare Filling be your teacher. But uh, uh, college classes, they cut you no slack. And if you get home from a match at 2 a.m., you got an 8 o'clock class the next day? You were at that class. So we missed out because of the weather on broadcasting the ECIC. But Jay County, who has been ranked number one, I believe, all year long, they end up winning that. There were only 13 teams in it who could make it on the 28th. But they scored 315 and a half and beat Newcastle, who had 191 points. And you and I are very familiar with uh, the whole list of studs that Jay County have. And, of course, we'll also be broadcasting them, not only at Team State on Saturday, but just in a few short weeks when we have the ACAC tournament on that Friday night. So I do have some information from Coach Myers. Jay County is hosting the 2A Team State tournament. And believe it or not, Rex. I have to listen up because this affects me. This, that's right. This is hard to believe. The tournament will not be starting at 8.30 a.m. So Matt gets to have his coaches show. Jay County Standard Time not being followed for the 2A Team State Tournament. They will begin at 9 a.m., as will all the sites, I believe. That Adams County, Jay County line is like a time zone change. So if you remember, the format 
now as we switch to the teams, um, the fields with 12 teams each, it's different than the regular eight-team field in 4A and 3A. The top four seeds now in the new format all have a round off at the beginning. So if your team is listed as one of the top four, you don't have to show up at 9 o'clock. You can wait till 10.30 to show up. The teams 5 through 12 then will wrestle in the very first round. So that round will require four mats. Those four mats will be in the main gym at Jay County High School under the auspicious eye of the Patriot himself. And I don't know if Joe has a picture of the Patriot that he'd like to include, but he really likes that guy. And then the only matches that will not be wrestled in the main gym are going to be the ninth through 12th place round matches. Those two mats are going to be held in the commons, which I believe is where we're used to sitting and eating our pizza from the hospitality room and where the concessions are. In the cafetorium? Yes, I believe that is where they are going to be. So a little bit like the brawl behind the wall at uh, Calumet (laughs) as they do that for uh, 13th through 16th. Uh, Coach Myers also told me that there will be no seating on the main floor for fans and that all fans will need to be either up in the balcony, uh, leaning up against the rail on the end, or on the one end uh, in their um, in their bag chairs. But one place they will not be allowed to sit is in direct line of Mr. Rex Brewer. The corner is ours. So tickets can be purchased at the door. And just like we said earlier, those tickets are going to be $15. I believe anybody first grade or under is going to be allowed in free. And if Coach Myers is listening, as he always is, last year we had that table set up down low. That worked really well. It gives us some space instead of the crow's nest. gets a little tight for us. And WPGW, our mother station, sister station, sister. they will also sister be broadcasting. Brother. So it's going to be kind of tight there. In But you won't have me. So you'll be, have, you'll be one less. Well, AJ and I's heads are big enough to take up that corner <laughs> of the gym. So... Uh, it's time to reveal the 1A Team State bracket, and it is, of course, no surprise that the Jay County Patriots are the hosts and the number one seed. They have certainly earned it. Jay County with a head-to-head win over Delta, 42-29. to They also defeated Norwell by 28 points, 52-24, and they took out Garrett, 48-23. to And we'll talk more about those matches as we come through. Um, and so Jay County will end up taking on the winner of the 8-9 matchup. And I don't know how Joe's going to do this. I'm not watching the screen. But let's go ahead and give the first four seeds. He has pulled the grill away and revealed the teams. He's got them all up there. Okay, so perfect. So we'll walk through them. So Jay County will take on the winner of Wawasee and Rensselaer Central. Um, Wawasee talked a lot with, Frank, uh, with Coach Frank Bumgarner in the last week. Um, they're a team that obviously we remember taking Belmont to the very last match and very competitive there. They had some really good results at the Al Smith. Uh, they face Rensselaer Central. That's a team who was in 1A last year, got moved up to 2A, but have definitely shown that they're competitive in that field. I talked to Coach Hickman a few days ago, and uh, he feels like his team is a contender for a top four, top five spot. So um, that's definitely not... Um, an easy out for Wawasee, and one of those teams should give Jay County a pretty good match. Then on the bottom with the two seed, Delta will take on the winner of Hamilton Heights and Heritage Hills. Um, um, on the 4-5 and 12 bracket, Garrett is the four seed. 
they will take on the winner of Norwell and Owen Valley. Owen Valley was the last team voted in, you might remember. And Norwell got to their five seed with a head-to-head victory over the Belmont Braves. And I want to cycle back to those head-to-heads because we didn't talk about head-to-heads in 3A because there were very few of them. But we just listed that Jay County's the one, Delta's the two, Garrett's the four, and Norwell's the five. Jay County's already beaten number two, number four, and number five by at least 13 points in all of those duels. So very much well-earned and and well-deserved. And one thing um, from a committee standpoint, you know, the more matches that you can wrestle against other team state teams, those are the data points that really drive the seeding. And sometimes it's really tough when you have that team that comes in that's maybe 19 and one or, or, or 25 and two, but they haven't wrestled a single team in the two A field, or maybe they've wrestled one of the teams at the bottom and it really makes it difficult on, on where to place them. So, um, our last matchup then will be the three, six, 11 quarter Western will await the winner of Belmont and new Prairie. That's mm-hmm. opposite of last year where, um, Belmont was waiting on the winner of Western and Hamilton Heights. No, New Prairie just defeated um, Central last weekend. Yes. So that's a little head action. Uh, if you were listening to the broadcast from the Al Smith that we had, it was the very first match of the day, and they started at 195, and New Prairie took out TC and then Keegan Bloom back-to-back and went on to win by, I don't remember if it was 15 or, or 20 points, but I know there was a tough matchup for Adam Central right off the bat with the long trip. Uh, Belmont and New Prairie have wrestled before. They wrestled, I think, for 7th and 8th place three or four years ago. Um, But I think for a lot of people, that top tier after Jay County of Delta, Western, Garrett, Norwell, and Belmont kind of separated themselves. But uh, Coach Bumgarner and I were talking. I really like these first set of first-round matchups from 5 through 12 because they offer some really intriguing sort of cross-state matches. Norwell wrestling Owen Valley, they don't know anything about each other. Belmont, they do have the head-to-head with Adam Central and the Common there, but Belmont doesn't have much of a history with New Prairie. Um, Hamilton Heights and Heritage Hills, um, I don't think they have a whole lot of history. Wawasee and Rensselaer Central, uh, they are in the same semi-state, but I don't think they have a whole lot of experience with each other either so some really really good matchups and then whoever earns the right to move on into the top eight is going to face a really tough task uh, when they wrestle any of those top four seeds i have lost the uh feed i don't know if joe's lost his uh thing but i lost maybe, it on facebook so. maybe our reveal broke the internet i don't know but uh, that uh, possible matchup between Western and Belmont could see another uh, good match between Mitchell Betts and uh, Gavin Davis as well. Yeah, we mentioned that on our broadcast of the Al Smith and certainly something to keep in mind for Belmont fans and certainly some data points to look at from last year's duel where those two teams met in the very opening round. So just to recap, especially for our Belmont listeners here locally, Belmont will wrestle in the first round at 9 a.m. They will take on New Prairie. Um, and that will get their day started. And then if they win, then they will take on Western with the winner of the Delta Hamilton Heights Heritage Hills standing in their way to the finals. So lots and lots of information there for all of our listeners. Should be a great time at Jay County. I am jealous of you, Rex. 
Um, I tried to think back. I can't remember the last time that I did not see a match that Belmont wrestled at a team state event. I think I have to go all the way back to like Sean Farote's senior year since, uh, since I missed one. So it's going to be an interesting perspective for me. So with that, we're going to have Steve play some commercials. We're going to come back with the 1A reveal. We have a calling guest for this session too? We do. Okay. We're going to be joined by Coach Clint Gard of the Rochester Zebras. DDD Maintenance and Repair, owned and operated by Shane Reynolds, has your local professionals for heavy-duty truck and diesel engine repair. DDD Maintenance and Repair also offers full-service sand and glass blasting for your surface restoration projects. Whether it's getting your heavy-duty truck and diesel engine running like new or sandblasting your project to look like new, we have a blast renewing the past. Give Shane and the guys a call at 260-223-5442. That's DDD Maintenance and Repair. When faced with the difficult task of making arrangements for your loved one, many emotions and questions arise. What would they want me to do if they were here? Where is the money coming from? How much should I spend? Do they want burial or cremation? The staff at Haggard, Hershey, and Zelt Funeral Home can help you navigate these tough questions. Make your wishes known and allow us to make sure that your wishes are carried out. Call Ryan Hershey or Eric Zelt at 260-724-7167 to schedule an appointment today. Hi, it's Jessie from Heller Nursery. If you've never been to our greenhouses, now is the time to come. We grow over 4,000 poinsettias and it's a sight worth seeing. Heller Nursery also cuts fresh greens and makes wreaths daily for the Christmas season. Heller Nursery has a great selection of houseplants and pottery all winter long. Houseplants and gift cards make great Christmas gifts. Heller Nursery is located outside of Decatur, just off of 224. Just follow the signs. Heller Nursery opens seven days a week. Welcome back to Hager Hershey's Elk High School Wrestling Weekly, hosted by Double Eagle every week. Except for this week, as uh, Dan and I are live in the studio with our buddy Steve Rouse. And uh, once again, we hear the commercials, uh, Dane and uh, uh, Jesse Meyer, formerly Jesse Heller of Heller Nursery, uh, one of our f- sponsors. And uh, I think they're quite pleased to be the number one ranked team in 2A and then hosting that. So uh, I think uh, Jesse and Max will be up in, a, up in that corner right next to me. They're just to the right of me, right there in their usual spots uh, come next week. So, Coach, we're glad to have you on the show as we are five or ten minutes away from revealing the bracket for 1A Team State. Why don't you tell us a little bit about the Zebras so far? I know we spoke to you on our very first show at our um, Coaches Summit, but tell us a little bit about the Zebras so far this year. Um, well, we're starting to get everybody back healthy. Um, we, uh, we had three injuries, I'm sorry, two injuries due to football. Um, and then we had one injury, uh, very early on in the preseason, um, happened five minutes into practice and, uh, we had a young man tear his MCL. So we're starting to get, we've got two guys back in the lineup and starting to get healthy as I'm sure everybody's dealing with the flu this time of season. And, um, we, uh, when we went to Northmont, we were short a couple guys as well. So, um, you know, just like everybody else, we're dealing with illness and all that good stuff but uh you know our guys are excited and um i think we'll have everybody healthy this week and um we're looking forward to it we think it'll be um you know out of all four classes we really think 1a is going to be the most exciting one and the most competitive and um there's some hammer teams in in here and 
um, we're looking forward to, you know, seeing the competition and, um, you know, wrestling some of the best teams in our class. So uh, we think it's going to be a, a fun day. Now, Coach, I know you guys had a big duel just before Christmas against Western. You pulled out a couple of extra stops, and there was some extra media coverage. Um, and you guys defeated a Western team that everybody across the state respects. Uh, and I think that said a lot about your team heading into Christmas. Yeah, well, I, I have uh, a lot of respect for Western and their coaching staff. I've known Chad since we were in high school. And um, fun fact, Chad beat me my uh, – senior year at the state tournament on Friday night. So um, he, uh, somebody I've always respected. I think they're good coaches. Uh, their kids wrestle really hard, and obviously they've got a, they've got a really tough, tough group of kids. And, um, yeah, it was a fun duel meet. We had uh, first time ever at Rochester and probably first time ever for a 1A versus a 2A, but we had well over 1,000 people in the gym, Um our newspaper was there, our, our hometown radio station and TV station were there, and um, we had it streaming two different ways, and I think I think now total we're up well over 2,000 views. Um, I think uh, the night we did it, I think our radio slash TV station, um, gosh, I think they were over 1,000 views, um, and then... Um, we had we had another guy who used to be um, worked for our radio station. He just streamed it live on Facebook and did his own announcing with one of our parents. And I think we had over four or five hundred views that night. We uh, people were viewing from California, New York City, um, that are former alumni of ours, and uh, it was it was cool. It was crazy. We had it under our spotlight and. Uh, both both sets of fans were rowdy and parents were rowdy and coaches and kids and uh, it was a great atmosphere so um, we couldn't be more proud of that and we're looking we've got Huntington North on Thursday for our senior night so we're looking to try to um, build off that and hopefully maybe uh, sell out well your success in that event with Western along with the upcoming team state I still think uh, says a lot about the power of the head-to-head duel in our sport and how important it is and uh, how much we need to continue to sort of support that format for high school wrestling. Sure. We, um, you know, just like just like all the other probably 1A teams, we're putting a premium on this tournament this weekend uh, for Team State, and we try to do all of our duels the same. I mean, you don't always get the same amount of people, but um, – you know, we want it to have a theme. We want our kids, you know, our students to be there. And, um, you know, we, we I, I've always felt like that's the way you grow your sport is through those dual, dual meets with some great competition. And, um, you know, we had one with Rensselaer at, uh, at North Montgomery that would have been an awesome duel to have uh, on a weeknight, uh, whether it be at their place or our place. So, um, you know, that was a knockdown drag out as well. So, our kids will be pretty battle tested um, by the time we we hit um, Franklin on Saturday, and um, we're looking forward to it. We, like I said, I think it'll be a great atmosphere, and I think um, I think teams are going to bring a lot of fans. Um, I know we're sure going to try to bring our sh- our fair share, and um, I think it's important, especially at the small school, you know, with those one and two A schools. Um, I think it's vital that we continue to build those dual meets and create those those types of atmospheres for our kids um, 
you know, and create interest at that at that level. So, Coach, uh, I'm into my 60s now, and uh, there were shepherds wrestling at Western when I wrestled in school. Uh, there's, it's probably been the past 50 years there has been shepherds in that lineup. Uh, always a class act, and those guys are always uh, just great guys to stop and talk to. Love wrestling. I uh, love the sport, and they're about as class act as they come. Yeah, they were really, um, like I said, it was a great dual meet, and there was a lot of tension and a lot of testosterone getting flown around. Um, you know, but after the duel, everybody shakes hands, and, um, you know, I have a lot of respect for, for Chad and his family, and um, obviously they're one of the, you know, big big names in Indiana wrestling for what their family has done, and um, those kids have always been well coached um, ever since we started wrestling in the uh, Peru sectional or I guess it's McConaughey sectional now, Peru regional or vice versa. I can't remember how, how we've got it now, but, um, you know, they've always, they've always got some hammers and I'm telling you, they got some hammers this year. So you guys saw it at the Al Smith and, um, they've got some studs and, uh, you know, we've got some work to do to be able to, uh, I know we beat them in a duel, but we're going to have to, we're going to have to get better here in the next few weeks, uh, to be able to compete with them for, uh, for another regional title. So, uh, we got a work cut out for us, and you know, they're our regional. You know, our regional's tough this year, and um, you've got McConaughey that that probably could have been in the two A. Um, you've got Western, you've got us. Um, Kokomo's got some got some hammers this year, so um, you know it, it'll it'll be a very interesting regional, and um, you know the kids that we send to semi state out of that regional. Um, they're gonna they're gonna be battle tested and ready, so it'll it'll be uh, it'll be very interesting here in the next couple weeks. Well, coach, while we have while we have you on the air here, uh, I thought I'd give you a little bit of a spoiler alert. But the uh, the zebras are going to be the number one seed on Saturday. All right, well that's awesome. Our and kids are excited, so we're, we're, we got our work cut out for us. I I'm telling you, Tell City and Cascade, and and this is no this is no disrespect for any other team, but. Um, if, if anybody's sleeping on Adam Central or Tell City um, or Cascade, I, I know it's not us. We're not sleeping on anybody. Uh, we have our, our work cut out for us. And, um, you know, I don't need to – I certainly don't need to toot anybody else's horn. But uh, I, I tell you what, it's going to be a fun, fun day of wrestling. And uh, teams are going to have to be ready to compete, that's for sure, because uh, uh, it's going be, to be a knockdown drag out, in my opinion. Well, Coach, your boys shouldn't need much reminding of what can happen because last year you were in the opposite side. You were wrestling the number one seed, and you knocked off the number one seed. So you should be able to point to that to your team and say, hey, you can't overlook anybody. Look what happened to us last year. Absolutely, and Prairie Heights is um, Prairie Heights is going to be a – they're going to be a team that's going to be tough to, um, tough to take down as well. So it, it's going to be an interesting – the four or five, the four and five seed, um, it, that'll be a crazy duel, um, and that, that's I believe that'll be the quarter, quarterfinals. Is that right? Four yes. Four and five. Yes. I mean, that's that's crazy to me that the four and five seed, and I don't even know who they are, but I can I already know that fourth and fifth seed match is going to be nuts. Um, you know, and I don't, you know, and then the semifinals will be crazy as well. So. It'll be fun. You know, we've been talking to our kids for a while now, and we're we're really uh, we feel fortunate to be able to make it back and wrestle. Um, our kids are excited. I think our fans and our families are excited, and 
it'll be it'll be a, a, a real fun day. It, I think that, like I said, you know, you you'll have you know Crown Point and the four A and whoever they wrestle in, the, in the finals. I, I don't want to put the cart before the horse, but uh, I tell you what, you want to see some good good dual meets. Come to one A. I, I think it's going to be crazy. Well, Coach, we thank you for coming on the show tonight, and we hope that you uh, tune in here after we send it to a round of uh, commercials and we reveal the whole bracket, not just who the number one seed is, right after this. Thank you. I appreciate it. When you're doing new construction or remodeling and you need drywall, the name to call is Paul Baker Drywall. Paul Baker Drywall does championship caliber work and gives you free estimates. Paul uses all the latest styles for your approval, and his work is always guaranteed. Give Paul a call today at 701-4388. That's 701-4388. When it's time for drywall, use the best Paul Baker drywall. The staff at Haggard, Hershey, and Zelt Funeral Home is honored to serve the community we love and live in. Locally owned and operated by Ryan Hershey and Eric Zelt, we understand that each family we serve and each life lived tells a unique story. Our goal is to offer comfort, care, and dignity to all who entrust their loved ones to our care. We are proud to call Adams County our home and look forward to serving you for generations to come. DDD Maintenance and Repair, owned and operated by Shane Reynolds, has your local professionals for heavy-duty truck and diesel engine repair. DDD Maintenance and Repair also offers full-service sand and glass blasting for your surface restoration projects. Whether it's getting your heavy-duty truck and diesel engine running like new or sandblasting your project to look like new, we have a blast renewing the past. Give Shane and the guys a call at 260-223-5442. That's DDD Maintenance and Repair. Welcome back to Hager Hershey's Elf High School Wrestling Weekly, hosted by Double Eagle. Once again, live at the Double Eagle Clubhouse Grill. Maybe some of our friends are still there, but Dane and I are at the studio with our friend Steve Rouse. As we get ready to reveal the brackets for 1A, as we just talked to uh, Coach Clint Gard of the uh, Rochester Zebras, and he knows that he is the number one seed, and that is not a big surprise to most people in that field. But uh, as he said, there's some hammers in this uh, 1A bracket. And as Dane starts to reveal them here, there's going to be some great matches in 1A. Yeah, and, and Coach Gard is no dummy. He knows who the next three teams are. He just doesn't know what order they're in. And <laughs> certainly I would say looking at – the way these are set up, I think that's where the most time was spent trying to get two, three, and four correct. And it was not easy, and there will certainly be a level of disagreement across the state. Now, as you uh, talk about the committee, who's the committee, Dane, that, that's just Dane filling, sitting in his living room all by himself, right? <laughs> no, it is not. Um, gosh, it's probably been eight, nine years ago since Trent McCormick uh, called me and asked me to put a committee together to seed the team state tournament. And um, even after Trent moved on, uh, I work really co closely with Greg Ratliff and uh, J.D. Mensch and Pat Culp on, on getting those things set up. Uh, I work with the uh, rest of the Coaches Association vote-in members on that committee on who gets the last spot in April and then again in December. But uh, helping me out this year were uh, Eric Myers, as always, on 4A and 3A and 1A, along with uh, his brother, Andy Myers, and uh, his brother-in-law, Jeff Heller. And also this year, we also 
uh, enlisted the help of A.J. Bradley from Muncie Central to give us his honest opinions. And uh, anytime I have a question, um, the nice thing about having done this for eight or nine years, um, you'd be surprised at the texts that you can send and the honest answers that you can get back from coaches. You know, you may be looking at a team for that six or seven spot, which a lot of teams like to be sixth or seventh because they want to be on the opposite side of the one seed. Um, and they don't want to be eight because then they have to wrestle the one right away. And you'd be surprised at, at the at the coaches who will come back and say, I think we're probably eight or nine. And, you know, I, they're not lying if they're saying that. That's where they believe they belong. And uh, I do enjoy those conversations with coaches and uh, reaching out. And unfortunately, the worst part of the the business is you can't honor everybody's opinion or request because you wouldn't have a bracket. Um, there's a lot of people that think they should be higher. Um, we try to look at strength of schedule, at the head-to-heads, at the commons. And a lot of times when there's no commons and when there's no head-to-head, it really boils down to looking at your lineup, trying to compare it against another team from across the state. And sometimes that's not all that easy to do. But uh, I would definitely urge coaches who um, are disappointed in their seating or maybe disappointed that they didn't get selected for that last spot to really take a look at the schedule that they put together the data points that they presented for us to compare them against other teams and then to identify, okay, was our team good enough? And I think we've had a great, if you listen to our show, uh, I think a textbook example is South Adams schedule. Like they took everything that they had and they threw it out the window and they said, we're not going to qualify automatically. What are we going to do? We're going to schedule Daleville. They made it to team state last year. Didn't turn out so well. They whooped them, but Daleville didn't have a great team this year. That's okay. They wrestled Delta. They showed something against Delta, even though they lost. They knew that they had matches against Adam Central and Bluffton. They scheduled themselves down um, at Newcastle and tried to find events where they were going to find other teams who were either competing for those spots or were already in. And if you're looking at your schedule right now and thinking about, well, we're too low, look at how many teams in, that you wrestled a duel against that are wrestling in a team state event. And then you might understand why it is you're seated where you are. You know, Coach Tanner Bowman, who was with us in house uh, a couple weeks ago when he had our when our last show, uh, he's one of the honest coaches that says, if you're mad because you didn't get into Team State, do something about it. Don't sit back and complain and make it seem somebody else's problem that the committee didn't recognize. You have to do something to change your schedule. You need to open up that day to make sure you're available to wrestle that day and change your schedule to a point where you have some quality wins in there because you're not going to get wins against Pudville and Mudville and make it into the team state. You have to have some quality wins in there, and you have to actually earn your way in. And if you don't earn your way in, do something about it. Yeah, and I'll even go so far as to say this. If you're wrestling in a 16-team event and there's no other team from team state there, get out of it. Because what is that going to do for you uh, when we're looking? That's a great opportunity to find some data that can be used to seed you or get you into the tournament. Um, and that's, that's something to consider, too. But uh, before we waste any more time talking about that, I will tell you that the 2-3-4 in 1A, Cascade is going to be the number two seed, while Adam Central is number three, and Tell City is going to be four. I will be perfectly honest. You can definitely argue that those three should be in any order it was not easy but this is what we came up with and so rochester will have tell city on their half of the bracket while cascade and adam central kind of a rivalry that's developed in the last 12 months they wrestled at disney duels 
Um, that could be a good one. But first, they're going to have to get by their first-round opponents. So Rochester will wrestle the winner of Prairie Heights and Southmont. That's going to be the 8 versus 9. Cascade, the 2 seed, they will wrestle the winner of South Adams and I have to get my Winnemac. And Winnemac, as I'm looking at it as a list form, not a bracket form, and it's been a long night. Adams Central will wrestle either Cowan or Bluffton for their first match, and that leaves Tell City. They will wrestle the winner of West Central and North Posey. That uh, possible Cowan Adams Central match be interesting. You and I watched that Cowan uh, South Adams match come down to a one point final match, and uh, that was some very quality 1A wrestling there. For sure. So for South Adams Starfires fans, you will be wrestling at Franklin Community High School at 9 a.m. against Winnemac. And uh, a little bit of not a rivalry there, but I know South Adams definitely felt that they were slighted in April and that they had to do a lot of work that they necessarily didn't have to do if they would have just been voted in in April. But I think it's made that team stronger. And so now South Adams gets a direct head-to-head to say we should have been the one who got voted in in April, and then they're going to get a chance to take on Cascade. For Adams Central, like you said, um, they've got a chance to move on with a win over Cowan. But uh, the more familiar you are with an opponent, especially in a dual setting, the tougher it is to beat them because there's there's no mystery there. So you're going to be down at 1A. Are you going to have your Cowan Blackhawk uh yellow shirt on with your Adam Central Flying Jets hat on? I'm going to go three three layers, like Barry Humble style. <laughs> yeah. I'll have my South Adams shirt. I'll have – I think I have a Cascade shirt somewhere, uh, an Adam Central shirt and a South Adams shirt. So I've got them all. Coach Smith's never given me a Prairie Heights shirt, though, so I may have to give him a hard time about that. Tell City had some really cool shirts last year, the Marksman. They made for a, a cool wrestling shirt. So um, they may not give me a shirt since we had them seated fourth. But um, – <laughs> Like we said earlier, you know, it's definitely not a slight on anybody's team. And uh, if Tell City go on to win this whole thing, kudos to them. Would love to see it. Um, gained a lot of respect for them last year. Um, we just try to look at the data and do the best job that we can. And uh, it wouldn't be fun if there weren't some upsets in the tournament. As many Rochester Zebra matches that I refereed back in the day, I think I got a Zebra Stripe shirt uh not my refereeing shirt, but I, I, I've earned a zebra stripe shirt. So if uh, Clint guards on the air, you know, throw, throw an extra large in your bag here one of these times you come to tournament coach. Yeah, so some really cool matchups, and they're going to be a lot of fun. As we mentioned earlier, you know, one through four seeds, you get the round off and then get a chance to watch your potential two opponents for the team seated five through eight. You know, they have their sights set on qualifying for those semifinals, but they got to take care of the 9 through 12 teams first. And uh, it's a good warm-up. We don't know what our coverage is going to look like, but right now I think uh, the current plan is that we will uh, begin our coverage um, at one location and then we'll throw it over to the other one for a full match. And then we're going to hope that that match goes quickly so that we can kick it back over. But one thing that we are going to be able to do and uh, we've already talked to Dave Nathan for a little bit of help here. But if, uh, if Rex and AJ are calling a match and there's some blood time, it's as simple as dialing up the phone and calling me down in Franklin. And we'll give a quick update and then we'll send it back and we'll try to alternate and 
Uh, if there's a round where Belmont has a bye, then we'll be down at Franklin and the same thing, vice versa. And um, as long as two teams don't make the finals, if one team makes the finals, we'll definitely be calling that one at the end of the night. Well, we do know that we're going to have South Adams and Belmont wrestling in round one, and then Adams Central won't wrestle until round two. So uh, we're going to have to piggyback between South Adams and the Belmont match. And then we know that in round two, then we'll take on uh, probably the Adams Central versus somebody or part of that match and go back and forth. Depends depends how the match goes. If, if this match is one of those that uh, we know the, the outcome, it's going to be one side or really lopsided. We may flip back to the better match. I mean, it's like they do on, uh, you know, I hate to compare ourselves to uh, March Madness, but, uh, you know, Westwood One does a great job of that. If, they do. If, if, if you're doing a game and it's a blowout and people aren't interested, they'll flip to another game across the country and they'll cover the most competitive contest on the radio. And the nice thing, too, is with track wrestling, we will be able to have the other match pulled up. I'll be able to tell you what Belmont's doing or what South Adams is doing while Adam Central is wrestling. So we're looking forward to that. And uh, I've already got an invite to uh, hang out with some Bagubas on Friday night once I make it down to Johnson County. So I guess <laughs> I'm an adopted. Uh, I'll be at Jay County for like the sixth or seventh time by the time the season's over. So with that, we are going to uh, hear another round of commercials, and we'll be back to wrap things up right after this. Bowers Paint Studio on West Monroe Street in Decatur is hands down the best auto body repair shop in the Midwest. That's why your friends and neighbors give Bowers Paint Studio a five-star rating on Facebook. Your family ride get dinged in an accident? Take it to Bowers for a free estimate. Need a custom paint job for your collectible car or motorcycle? Bowers Paint Studio is the place to go. Nate works with all the insurance companies and can help you get a loaner. That's Bowers Paint Studio on West Monroe Street in Decatur. Hi, this is Joel at Decatur Package Liquors, locally owned since 1965. I promise competitive prices and the best service in town. We offer bulk buy discounts for weddings, graduation parties, and other big celebrations. Special orders are also available and highly recommended. Don't forget about Wine Wednesday, where you get the best savings. Come on, guys. It's where your friends shop. Decatur Package Liquors, with the best service and variety in town, now with locations in Monroe, Byrne, and Markle. Hi, it's Jesse from Heller Nursery. If you've never been to our greenhouses, now is the time to come. We grow over 4,000 poinsettias, and it's a sight worth seeing. Heller Nursery also cuts fresh greens and makes wreaths daily for the Christmas season. Heller Nursery has a great selection of houseplants and pottery all winter long. Houseplants and gift cards make great Christmas gifts. Heller Nursery is located outside of Decatur, just off of 224. Just follow the signs. Heller Nursery opens seven days a week. Welcome back to the Hager Hershey's High School Wrestling Weekly, hosted by Double Eagle every week. This week we are live in the studio. And uh, once again, I'd like to put a big a shout-out to Joe for putting up the graphics. Joe did a great job with the graphics, uh, hiding those things. Now he has a couple of handsome people up there on the screen. Uh, the bitmojis of Dane and I that uh, he had made up. Mine looks absolutely nothing like me, but that's the best-looking me I've ever been. So I'll take that every day. So now it's our time of the show here to tell you what WCBD has for the rest of the week. And it's a busy week, of course, as we enter 2023. As soon as we get done yapping here, you're going to hear uh, Rutgers taking on the number one undefeated Purdue Boilermakers. And we're going to hope that the basketball team has more success yeah, I, I than told the football you, team. I told you we did want to uh, congratulate Purdue on making the bowl game today. And enough said. Tomorrow night, we will have the Muncie Central Bearcats as they take on the Belmont Braves in Belmont's last tune-up before the Team State Tournament. 
we are hopeful that we might have a Timo sighting on the mat and that potentially Chandler Thomas will be back in the lineup for the Braves also. And that match will take place only if Mr. Nathan brings the other box up and we get a power supply. So if you're listening, Dave, you better bring it. Then on Wednesday, we've got uh, what should be a good showdown, although, Rex, you want to talk about rankings and pairings and opinions of coaches. The Belmont girls are getting absolutely no respect, and I can't, I can't figure it out. They're not getting any votes in the, na- in the statewide top 20 poll. The last I checked, they weren't even ranked in the top 10 in 3A, but they are blowing teams out. And uh, I'll give a shout-out to our station owner. Uh, he has shown the respect that the Belmont girls deserve, and they're going to have several broadcasts coming up in the next few weeks, um, including ours against Norwell, which um, should be a great one. That one's up against the ACAC finals, so it'll depend on whether the ACAC tourney, which will not be at South Adams, by the way. No. Nothing will be at no. South Adams at the main gym at the Stardome. In the in the swimming pool, they'll have some events because they're the same as the gym floor. Well, the swimming pool is full tomorrow because they have a meet tomorrow. I'll be there. But um, on Thursday then – oh, I'm sorry. I didn't finish my sentence. On Wednesday, we'll have South Adams girls at Belmont. That'll be Ed Thurman and Lou Koning on the call. On Thursday, Purdue takes on Ohio State in another Big Ten matchup. Then on Friday night, while we're all traveling all the way around – the state to get ready for team state we'll have the pacers as they take on portland and then saturday morning we will be uh, bright and early for pre-match coverage and uh, from two different locations from team state me rex aj my wife maybe to read a few ads but it's going to be a good time and a good show say dana have you tuned in and watched that young pacers team they've got a pretty good team and they've been playing very well i i, I watch them on either end uh, you know fox midwest or listen to them here on WZBD, and uh, they've got a, a young team, but they're very talented. I was listening to the broadcast earlier this week, and I think Steve was uh, running the board at the time, and they were booing Paul George. And uh, the Pacers team said they ought to be thanking him for it, and then he listed off the four or five players and the draft picks that they got for him, and it's the best move that the Pacers ever made. So, But anyways, um, on Saturday night then, Another event from Jay County, as if you hadn't had enough Jay County in your day. We'll have the Adam Central Jay County Boys game with Matt Conversay and Lou Coney. And then on Sunday, uh, Steve, do we have a kickoff time yet for the Colts? I haven't seen it yet. I know now in the last week, the last couple of years, they've been flexing the whole schedule. Um, I would say that Texans Colts pretty far down on the list of uh, priority games. So I'm guessing that's a 1 o'clock kickoff, certainly not a Sunday night or Monday night game. Then on Sunday night, uh, after that, we will have Purdue at Penn State, and that's why our show is on Monday next week, 6 o'clock, January 9th. Sounds like a lot of sports, Dean. There is a lot of sports and a lot of miles to be driven, but um, WZBD is your place for it, and I hope everybody enjoyed our Totally 100% improvised show tonight. I certainly appreciate um, Steve's hospitality. Absolutely. We interrupted his supper, but that's okay. We thank Joe for helping us out on the graphics side of things. And um, gosh, what's my last message to everybody? It's really cool that we were able to bring this. I mean, it's Monday now, and this tournament is Saturday. And I know I had some coaches who were asking for a sneak peek of their 
Price Waterhouse had the envelope. Seed, and I didn't give that out to anybody. So uh, now's your time to start that research and to start honing in on who your opponents are and start making those strategies for where your backup 138 is going to go, whether he's going to go 132 or stay at 138 and all of those things. But certainly, as we said earlier in the program, part of the beauty of the dual meet and and something that, that Team State embraces and really brings out all of these great coaching minds, being able to look at 14 matches, being able to identify the seven spots where they want to go toe-to-toe and think that they can win and hope that they have more points than their opponent when it's all said and done. So I think if you spend your money to drive to Franklin and watch 1A and 3A, I mean, there's going to be two great tournaments there watching that. Whether you go to Brownsburg and watch 4A, there's going to be that, – that tournament's going to be crazy. The talent in, at that level is just at a whole nother league compared to the ones and the twos and the threes. But uh, And then if you go to 2A at Jay County – there's, there's some really quality teams there, and there's going to be some great wrestling. So regardless of where you go, regardless of what you watch, you're going to see great wrestling in four different locations. Yep, and there's all kinds of options available to, to watch, to follow. You can pull it up on track. Uh, anybody who's listening to our show right now, no matter where you are, whether you're in our broadcast area or not, you can go on your laptop to wzbd.com, hit the link at the top right. It will pull up your Windows Media Player, and you can stream it. Uh, while you're doing all your other work or whatever. And you um, can listen in the background and then have Track Wrestling up and watch all four of them because Track Wrestling will have four tabs, and you click one, two, three, or four, and it'll take you to that tournament, and you can watch all four tournaments. And I I know that's what we're going to be doing during the day on our laptops, watching both the tournament that we're watching and watching the track, the scoring on all the other three as well. And one other thing to keep in mind, if you need any more of the information maybe that you heard tonight, but you didn't remember or you need more information, go right to indianamat.com, jump on the forums, and pinned at the top, 2023 Team State Finals Information Center. Uh, Joe's got it all put up there. He's adding links as they go, and uh, that's where all the information is. And we, we do apologize to any of our regular fans that showed up at the Double Eagle, and uh, we weren't there. I know for the fact that you didn't get to see Dane and I just ruined your weekend, but uh, – uh, we will make up for it, and we'll have another fine show next Monday night as uh, we get bumped to a Monday again. And uh, I think the the other staff on Monday nights, uh, they're kind of happy because they don't get to see us all the time. And since we moved the show from Mondays to Sundays, I mean, our regular Monday night people are kind of disappointed. So you get Monday two weeks in a row. Yeah, we do get into a rhythm here of alternating between Sundays and Mondays. I know we have a Monday show the day after the AFC and NFC Championship games, and then for some reason the Super Bowl bumps us. <laughs> really? So, with that, uh, we, we're just going to call it a wrap, I w- think. We'd like to thank Steve for his hospitality, because usually he sits there and eats his pretzel sticks on his own, and he had to share them with us tonight, but uh, we, we do appreciate his hospitality tonight. Uh, kind of snuck in and surprised him. Join us tomorrow night, Muncie Central at Belmont. Muncie Central has an outstanding 195-pounder. Should be a great uh, bout for Henry Kukulhan, and they have an undefeated heavyweight. And maybe if we all cross our fingers just a little bit right, we might uh, get a lucky throw from Giovanni Hernandez or maybe even a Keegan Martin bump up and a showdown. We'll see what happens. So with that, this has been the Hager Hershey's Elf High School Wrestling Weekly. Once again, tune in next week. Take care.